It's Fox Top 5, the podcast where the hosts always agree to disagree. This week, host of Sincerely Cat on Fox Nation, Cat Tim. Um, you know, if it's like one little thing, now I'm dead to you. That really grinds my gears. And host of the Guy Benson Show on Fox News Talk Radio, Guy Benson. I drink a Coke Zero a day, sometimes two if I really cut loose and go wild. Come together to share their top five pet peeves. Here are this week's hosts, Cat and Guy. Welcome to Fox Top 5. I'm Cat Tim, host of Sincerely Cat on Fox Nation and co-host of the podcast, Tyrus and Tim. And today I'm joined by my buddy, Guy Benson, host of the Guy Benson Show on Fox News Talk Radio. Here the script says, room for pleasantries. Guy, do you have any anything no. pleasant? That you <laughs> say nothing pleasant. Let's skip pleasantries, especially between the two of us. There's just no time for that nonsense. Okay, sounds good. All right. Especially since this whole episode is devoted to a subject that is unpleasant. Yes, exactly. That's kind of what I thought. All right. Well, every week on this podcast, Fox host reporters and personalities get together to share their top five of any given topic. As the country opens back up, there's a lot to be excited about and a lot to be thankful for, but always there's some stuff to complain about too. So we're going to do that by listing our top five pet peeves. Room for conversation about how you compiled your list is the next part. For me, I literally was getting my teeth cleaned at the dentist yesterday and I just thought of five things. It was hard to narrow them down uh, for me. Personally. Yeah, I'm, I'm I on the miss a couple big ones. So I did ask my team at the Guy Benson Show. They deal with me every day. So like, do you guys have any pet peeves that you've noticed that I should mention? I talked to Adam, my husband, about it. I racked my brain. And I know... As soon as this airs and the podcast is available, I'm going to think of a huge yeah. one that I forgot. But I do have five. Number five. What's number five? And then I'll tell you my number five. Okay, so we're like working from the bottom up. We're okay. from the bottom to the top. This first one is sort of nerdy and pedantic, but it is a pet peeve. It drives me crazy when people, especially in some sort of like official document, incorrectly use the forms of your and their. Yeah. So like Y-O-U apostrophe R-E versus Y-O-U-R and then the three forms of their, their, and their. People just sort of use them interchangeably and you wonder like what exactly is being taught in yeah. fourth grade, fifth grade. Like this is basic stuff drives me nuts. Yeah, that drives me nuts too. It used to, when I was single, it would particularly would drive me nuts because sometimes I would think a guy was, you know, hot be into a dude and then you know we start texting and he was one of the there 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 guys or the you're you're all interchangeable then he's not hot anymore yeah his very uh, first note to you yeah, is you're yeah, hot the wrong yeah. so well for me my number five and i was just gonna do like twitter trolling in general but that was too big so i wanted to narrow it down to the one kind of tweet that bothers me the most when i am in the receiving end of it okay um it's the ones that begin with, even worse than the ones telling me to kill myself, are the ones that say, I used to like you, and then. Which is followed by, uh, you know, I said something with which this fine whoever person happens to disagree. Which, that's what drives me the most crazy, because you know, some people, they're just gonna hate you. That's fine, hate me, tell me to kill myself. That's pretty whatever, you know? Um, but I I, the, the fact that someone's out there and they're like, you know what you did wrong? 
is I used to like you and I did like you and then you expressed an opinion different from mine and now I'm done and I'm tagging Greg Gutfeld demanding you be fired because just you know it's I don't know which is worse are these people uh do they approach their relationships in their life that way as well or is it just internet because I'm also a person um you know if it's like one little thing now I'm dead to you that really grinds my gears <laughs> number four so this was my number two pet peeve. Mm. So I'm just gonna move the number two pet peeve down to my number four cool. so that we can just agree on this point. Yeah. I literally have written down here, internet trolls who ostentatiously unfollow you over a simple disagreement. Yes. Right. And, so and they, they always like, begin with, I used to like you. Yes, unfollowed. And I'm yes. Like, okay, bye. Like, like seriously, if you liked me because you agreed with me, yeah. then like any sort of disagreement, all of a sudden it's over, the thrill is gone. Like for me, my Twitter feed is not designed to only hear precisely what I want to hear. All yeah, the same. Like that's super boring. So if that's what you want to do and your decision to follow me or like me is based totally in whether or not you agree with me 100% of the time, you do you but it's a pet peeve. Yes. All right, well, my number four is inspirational captions on thirst traps. I wanna be clear, I'm not shaming. I don't feel comfortable posting like the bikini shots, whatever, I don't know, I just I feel weird, but a lot of people do, more power to you. Go on with your bad self, a thousand percent support. However, where I stop supporting you is, when you have a long caption about the universe and gratitude and it's you standing, you know, girls like standing out looking at the ocean with a thong bikini on. You want to post your butt, post your butt. Doesn't affect me any. Um, but but don't try to act like you're posting your butt to like, like for the no greater way. good of humanity. You're posting your butt because yeah. you think your butt looks fire. Just say that. Then I have more respect for you. Well, fortunately, gay men do not post thirst traps or do any sort of false nobility stuff on mm -hmm. the internet, especially on Instagram. So we don't have. To I got no problem that. with thirst traps. It's the, it's the don't. It's the same as lying to me, because the caption. We know. Like, yeah. We know why you're posting the photo of your abs. Right. It's not to stop racism. Yeah, I'm, I've done it before where I've like posted a picture where I'm like, damn, I look good and I'm posting this picture. And I clearly, it's something that I made Cam take a million takes of. And you know, I, I posted one like not too long, like maybe a year ago and I was like, check out this photo of a hot dog cart, which is like in the background. So like I'm mocking it, but some people, they take it so seriously where they're like the universe and breathe and and whatever, like mumbo jumbo, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, just like regurgitating A Course in Miracles. It's like, this is up your butt, own it, and I have more respect. Amen. The countdown continues after this. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table to Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts. Number three. So I am a huge fan, and I want to make clear this is not a hashtag ad, although I wish it were. I wish they would make me a spokesmodel and an influencer. I am a huge, huge Coke Zero person. 
Yeah, I even drink, I know that. I drink it <laughs> like the one first Coke time Zero. I did your show. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, hi, Kat, I'm Guy. I love Coke Zero. What yeah. about you? Um, so I drink a Coke Zero a day, sometimes two if I really cut loose and go wild. But I do enjoy Coke Zero. And a pet peeve is when I ask someone the very specific question at a restaurant or that sort of, that sort of establishment or like, you know, a place that sells beverages. Do you have Coke Zero? And they either say something like, yes, we have Diet Coke, or like, God forbid, a Pepsi product. Like mm -hmm. it's the same thing. And it's absolutely not, because I do not like Diet Coke at all. And nothing against the people who love Pepsi, it's just not, not my thing. And then worse- I love that we're in, a, we're in a time in this in our culture where you have to say no offense to the people who love Pepsi, but continue. <laughs> exactly, I don't <laughs> want to get canceled by Team Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. But the worst, sin and the bigger pet peeve is when you ask for a coke zero and they bring you something else that they think is similar enough anyway this happens mm. occasionally and i know the taste well enough my palate is refined enough where if you're serving me diet pepsi and you're trying to pull off coke zero and sort of pass it off that's not going to fly and to me it's an affront and a pet peeve no diet coke is not okay but thank you for asking all right, well, my third, you're gonna, you're gonna have a hard disagree with me on my third. Uh-oh. My third pet peeve is HGTV and the Food Network. Oh, no. Terrible channels. Cam watches them all the time. I am so bored that I, I, I just, I'm so bored when these shows are on that I'm physically in pain. There, there's no jokes. Um, and, and there's no, you know, like, true stories of like murder or or something you know that calls into question you know thoughts about the the, the possibility of human depravity which are the only two things in entertainment I get you, um, out of you know if they hgtv why no like crime you know hgtv why no food you know network uh you know this th th is not funny there's no jokes i don't laugh i don't cry i watch someone else make food and eat it I, I mean, like, like, I, it's, it's, it's so. I should I just go get a sandwich if, and if I'm going to stand in front of the mirror? I, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. It's boring. It infuriates me. Cat, I used to like you. I know you. I know you're big. <laughs> Look at this house. You could never afford. Isn't this fun for you to watch? No. I don't own any house, and I, it's not I, fun. I now own a home, and I have found that since I purchased a home, I am more interested in HGTV because I can like relate to stuff, and all of a sudden I care about like landscaping and interior design when I found it boring in the past. So I think that's part of it. I feel like what you need is a new addition to the HGTV lineup where they only feature homes where grisly murders have happened. That's what I'm saying. That I would watch. An arm was found in this part of the garden. Now you're speaking my language. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Number two. Number right. two, and for the record, just as a reminder, my original number two was the internet trolls thing. Yes. I didn't want to like, it would be weird to come back to the exact same point. So I just flipped them. Slow walkers. Particularly mm. slow walkers who take up several of them an entire width of the sidewalk so you can't even pass them. I am always in a rush even when I'm not. I am walking at a ridiculous New York City late for a meeting clip. Even if I'm on vacation and have literally nowhere to be, it's just how I am, it's how I walk. And when you have slow walkers taking their time 
and making it impossible to even get around them, especially if they're all on their stupid phone, so they have no awareness around That's them. That's me. Oh, is that you? You're I've been becoming walker. bilingual. I've been studying Spanish when I go for my walks. Oh, muy bien. Felicidades. <laughs> that means very good congratulations. I don't know how advanced you are. Oh, I'm 37% fluent, according to my app. Is I that- studied it in college. I use it all the time in LA, then I forgot it. But uh, anyway. So that's number two, slow number, walk. My number two is like a, a phrase. Um, it's when people say either that's not funny or you're not funny. And I don't mean to me when they say it to me, whatever. You've got a lot. <laughs> Anyone, right? Because it's not math, okay? What you mean is that's not funny to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you're, that person isn't funny to you. It's, it's just like, you know, it, 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 and also comedy is a swinging and a miss and something, you know, you got to try to see where this and that, but just to be like, you're not funny. That's not funny. Well, you don't think I'm funny and you're entitled to that opinion, or you don't think he's funny or she's funny or whoever we're talking about. It's not math. It's very subjective. Um, you know, it, just, like, like beauty is, is subjective. Humor is subjective. Um, and yeah. That's it. Just, just that's not funny to me. I don't find that funny. Is better. It's more. It's more. You know. Number. 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 Number one. Five, four, three. Number one. I say it's not funny, but I get mad when I hear other people say it, which brings me to my number one. Hypocrisy. Me, I am my number one pet peeve because if I can think back of all the times I was like just so annoyed with something, um, like something just really upset me, can't believe this, can't believe this. The common denominator is sitting right here and her name is Cat Tim. Of all the, the situations, people that have been responsible for the times that I've been like really upset, I'm totally number one. So your overall number one pet peeve in the world is yourself. Correct. (laughs) Don't worry, I've been to a lot of therapy, but. This is also my number one, not myself, but you. (laughs) I have have written down that blonde chick from Gutfeld, and then all of a sudden I get paired with you for the pet peeve podcast, so I (laughs) change it to a different one, just to be polite. So my actual number one is like hardcore identity politics people. Yes. Who, want to make everything about identity and nothing about rational thought or arguments, who want to tell me that I am like insufficiently gay or whatever because I don't think the way that they want me to and they make everything instantly about race or about ideology and you are good or bad based on those things. I think it's extremely sort of, it's like it's how Neanderthals would think. Yeah. Um, it It is extremely unsophisticated. It's exhausting, it's joyless, and I'm just very glad that I don't live my life that way. But it does peeve me when I see people whose entire existence is built around that, and it's totally obnoxious. And it's lazy. Oh, it's it's super lazy, and a lot of it, by the way, is sort of like the ideological version of a thirst trap, where there's sort of like- Yes, it is. I'm performing for all of you to show you how good I am as a person for believing the things and saying the things that I'm quote unquote supposed to based on these boxes that you've all created for me. 
And that's like, there's nothing going back to nobility. There's nothing noble or heroic or creative or curious about any of that. And some people I think are, don't have the intellectual capacity to get beyond that. And I think some people would like to, but feel trapped by it. And I would just say, come in, the water's fine. Don't be a total a-hole. But like the, the chains of weaponized, strict political identity politics is just, it's, it's exhausting to me. I want no part of it. That's my number one. Even more than Cat Tim. By a hair. Hard to imagine. <laughs> so wow i mean we just blew through those pretty fast and yeah <laughs> like you could we probably could have done 10 15 20 when it comes yeah to, i was gonna, yeah you and i hung we've hung out a number of times and occasionally we'll have an adult beverage and it does seem like part of the shtick almost with you is stuff to complain about so i yeah. feel like this this podcast topic was made for you i know and i feel bad um because there's so many awful things going on in the world complaining, but at least I acknowledge that most of them are all my fault. So. Yeah, I think there's a difference between like a pet peeve and something that like- Exactly, exactly. Grief. I'm not gonna be like number one, you know, like death. When somebody dies, especially at a young, no, like these pet peeves are not the same as tragedy. Right, like being like, my number one pet peeve is police brutality. Well, right, exactly. It's not really on the same plane as when someone brings me the wrong soft drink. Right, right. right. So that's, uh, see, I think we're, we're already justifying ourselves in case the mob shows up being like, oh. They'll show up either way. This is what they're worried about during, yeah. <laughs> during a time such as this. Yeah. Okay. Well, with that, people should tune in, by the way, to my show and your show, Sincerely Cat, and then mine, The Guy Benson Show. And in fact, you are kind to come on my show pretty regularly, almost every other I'll Friday. see you tomorrow. Uh, yes. I won't uh, see oh, you. Every other Friday, GuyBensonShow.com, FoxNation.com, for Sincerely Cat. Thanks to all of you for tuning in, listening to this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or at FoxNewsPodcast.com. Let us know your top five. For Cat Timph, I'm Guy Benson. You've been listening to the Fox Top Five on the Fox News Podcast Network. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine.